Good afternoon and welcome to Wellbeing for Everyday Life with me, Maeve Halpin. I'm in studio today talking remotely to Stephen Kavanagh, who is the owner of marinehealthfoods.com. And we're going to be talking later in the programme to Brendan O'Brien, who is a natural fertility consultant. And we're going to be talking about the products produced by marinehealthfoods.com which are a whole range of natural approaches to health, mental and physical. So, Stephen, you're very welcome to the programme. Hi, Maeve. Hi, Stephen, and thanks for coming on with us today. Thanks for having us. So now, Stephen, health obviously is very much on our radar at the moment in the middle of a pandemic and anything we can do to help ourselves to improve our immunity and uh, our physical and mental health is really important. So... um, you can tell us maybe what you are producing from what's available from marinehealthfoods.com. You're a marine biologist who has come into the world of health foods. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, as we're telling all our clients at the moment, the best thing they can possibly do is look after their own health. Yes. Because that's the most important with uh, what's, what's around us at the moment, this virus. Yes. So, yeah, we are a small uh, micro-enterprise down in County Wicklow, and we've been in operation for 20 years. Um, I'm a marine biologist. I worked out in the U.S. for years with the Forest Service. Uh, I worked out in the Northwest in Oregon and Alaska doing salmon surveys in the various watersheds there. Um, when I came back to Ireland in 2000, there wasn't a whole lot of jobs around for marine biologists, bar regulatory or um, research jobs, which I didn't really want to go down that road. So I got into business myself and started processing oysters. And initially, we processed, uh, we smoked oysters and did oyster pâtés. Some of your customers may be familiar with them from the various fish shops around the south of Dublin mm-hmm. and in Dublin Airport. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were under a brand name Fish Out of Water at that time. Uh, but then about... 12 years, 12, 13 years ago, we got into dietary supplements. We teamed up with a French company who were had a very interesting business model supplying doctors and therapists all over France with very well-researched marine extracts. And they asked us to produce an oyster extract for them. So we embarked on that. And 12 years later, now we're purely a dietary supplement manufacturer. And we produce a, an oyster extract powder here in Wicklow, so we take in fresh oysters from the west coast, basically anywhere from Wexford right around up to Donegal. We take in fresh oysters, uh, we process them, they leave here in capsules and bottles. We the entire process is done in-house. Uh, but we also have two other products. We have a wild salmon oil from Alaska, which goes back to my days when I worked up in Alaska. I knew the fishermen up there and the guys who produced this. It was a fantastic product. And we also do a shark liver extract, which is manufactured in Iceland. Mm. And both those products have a huge amount of research behind them as well. And that's our range. We're looking at introducing some seaweeds to the range very shortly. Mm-hmm. And um, we're, always on this, we're always looking for other types of marine extracts with good research behind them mm-hmm. and uh, looking to deal with the, the next kind of health issues coming mm. down the road for humanity, I suppose, if you like. And when you say research, Stephen, you're talking about medical research in relation to the effectiveness of these products for health. Yeah, well, medical, when we start using the word medical, we have to be very careful because we're a dietary supplement manufacturer, so mm-hmm. we can't make medical claims. Right. Because these are not registered medicines. Right. But we can make uh, what are called EFSA, European Food Safety Authority claims. Mm-hmm. So on our oyster extract, uh, for example, we can make over 30 EFSA claims, which is extremely unusual for a natural product mm-hmm. because most health products out there with a, di- with a health claim on them, that, those nutrients have been added synthetically. Mm-hmm. But oysters are extremely high in zinc, vitamin B12 and copper. Mm-hmm. They're so high that we can make the health claims. So that means there's over 20% of your, RD, your DRI or your RDA, as people would have known it, mm-hmm. in a daily dose, which mm-hmm. is just over one gram of the powder. And very few natural products, well, I can't think of any, to be quite honest with you, that provide um, those levels of nutrients. Mm-hmm. And zinc, of course, is hugely important for immunity. And we can make the immunity claim because of that. We can say that zinc supports the immune system. Mm-hmm. We could also say make immunity claims on vitamin B12 and copper. Mm-hmm. Uh, we test every batch of oyster extract coming through. And occasionally the iodine and selenium levels rise to a level that allows us to make those claims as well. Uh, iodine claims around thyroid health and selenium claims around um, energy and uh, sexual health. Mm -hmm. So So you're you're allowed to make claims about the effectiveness or the efficacy of particular 
elements in the product? In the product, yeah. We can't make a claim about the product. We can't say that Oyster... Our Oyster product is called Oyster Max, so we can't say Oyster Max is good for immunity, but we can say zinc is good for immunity, or what the actual claim is, zinc supports normal immune function. Mm-hmm. But we can't say Oyster... If we were a medicine, for example, we would Oyster Max would go through clinical trials, and then Oyster Max would be listed as a medicine, and then you can make your medicinal claims. That's the mm-hmm. difference between a medicine and a dietary supplement. Mm-hmm. So with a dietary supplement, you cannot claim to cure or mitigate a disease. Okay. But we are allowed to make several immune claims mm-hmm. on our product. We're allowed to make claims on uh, vision, on bone health, on energy yielding metabolism, on cognitive mm-hmm. health, ne- uh, neurological health, mm-hmm. uh, sexual health, and thyroid function. Mm-hmm. and tiredness and fatigue. We can make all those claims on the mm-hmm. product, but it's because of the very high levels of naturally occurring trace elements in the product. So you, you'll go in, for example, to a health food shop and see a zinc supplement. It could be zinc citrate or zinc, uh, basically some form of synthetic zinc, mm-hmm. and they will make the zinc claims on that, but that's synthetic zinc. Mm-hmm. When you get zinc from oyster extract, it's naturally occurring, but it's, it's, it's naturally occurring with cofactors. So what we have found in nutrition in recent years is that there's the synergy between these elements, between zinc and copper and manganese, that synergy is almost as important as the levels. When you take synthetic zinc on its own, it can cause issues with copper absorption. Yes. And that balance has to be very carefully put together in a laboratory, whereas for us, it's put together in nature. Mm. So we, as we say here, the, the ocean is our laboratory. Mm. And Oysters would be one of the original foods that humans ate. It's the original paleo food. So when people talk about superfoods or paleo foods, mm-hmm. oysters are one of the first that um, that humans ate because they were easy to collect. Mm-hmm. So early Neanderthals were able to go down to shore and collect oysters. It was a lot easier than hunting a deer or a mm-hmm. T-Rex or whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was roaming around at the time. <laughs> So eating oysters are very, they're a very important part of our early evolution, and they're very high in omega-3s as well. Mm. Uh, the fresh oysters are very high in omega-3s, mm. so for brain development and mm. uh, sexual health, they mm-hmm. were at the root of the explosion of homo, homo sapiens. There's some mm. very interesting scientific articles on that whole phenomenon. On the development of homo oh, oh, sapiens? Yeah, on, on brain development, how our brains developed and from eating seafood and all that, you know. Oh, really? Yeah. And oysters were at the centre of it. There's a fantastic article on our website, actually, about uh, how homo sapiens were nearly wiped out. And they reckon that uh, there was a small cluster of them left in eastern Africa. And they started eating oysters. And they reckon that they exploded from there. And that was uh, that oysters actually saved mankind. That's fascinating. <laughs> a company in America did a lot of research on it. It's a very interesting article. I must look, look at that one up. I must yeah. look that one up. Because I know from my work as a psychologist like that um, omega-3 fish oil is absolutely essential for our brains. Oh, yeah. Uh, apparently, one third of our brains are fish oil. My GP says we're all really fish in disguise, you know. <laughs> we all came out of the ocean. Yeah, you know? well, the brain is full of fats. And, uh, yes. Fats are, yeah, well, life evolved from the ocean. And it's very interesting if you ever hear Professor Michael Crawford from the Institute of Brain Chemistry in London speaking. Uh, he explains that evolution okay. fantastically. It's a bit way too long to go into in this okay. interview I'm afraid uh-huh. but yes absolutely at the moment there's somewhere in the region of 40,000 uh, pieces of research on omega 3s and over 4,000 human clinical trials mm. so they're phenomenally well researched mm. and mm. very few people would uh, debate their importance in human mm. nutrition and brain health and neurological mm. health mm. The Michael Crawford uh, he, we, we did research with them and they told us he told us that in the next 10 years the major diseases of mankind will be neurological like Alzheimer's dementia mm-hmm. and Parkinson's and that, a lot of that is due to the decrease in omega-3s in our diet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, when people think of omega-3s, they think of seafood, mm-hmm. but there are omega-3s in everything. Like we had eggs analyzed in the Institute of Brain Chemistry, and when you take a, a, a chicken that's out running around the fields eating snails and mm-hmm. worms and mm-hmm. stuff and doing what chickens should do, there are 20 times more omega-3 in that egg than in a battery-rared egg. Okay. Now, you think an egg is an egg, but mm. the, this is the problem is that our food still looks like food, but the nutritive value is dropping. I know. So I broccoli, know. you know, you have to eat 20 times as much as you would have had to 50 mm. years ago to get the mm. same nutrition. Mm. So very it's very true. important to get uh, t- 
to keep get natural and wild and organic and mm-hmm. locally produced food, you know, and get to know your producers and have some provenance on your dinner table. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. when you leave, um, afraid when you leave your nutrition to multinationals, they're not mm-hmm. really interested in your health. They're more interested in profit. So mm-hmm. uh, get that yeah. to your shift. Look at that to your farmer's market and get to know who produces your food. That's yes. really important, you know. But mm-hmm. omega, you get omega threes in everything. Mm-hmm. You get it in all meats, you get it in uh, eggs, it, it, it's everywhere. But fish have particularly high levels of it, so people tend to associate it more with omega-3. Mm-hmm. But red meat, chicken, pork, all those things have omega-3s. Mm-hmm. But again, if a chicken is reared in a cage, the mm-hmm. levels of omega-3 are going to be much lower than if the chicken was running around in the woods. Yes, yes, and all of our food is so much more mass-produced than it used to be. Oh, absolutely. Like the Chickens are produced now on uh, genetically modified soy, so the levels of omega-3, even fish that's coming from fish farms has been fed mm. uh, a land-based diet. You know, salmon, mm. for example, you know, in cages, they, mm. they wouldn't have the same omega-3 profile as a wild salmon. Mm. You know, so these are important questions to ask, you know. Mm. But we're very lucky in Ireland that at least we still have access to good food. Like people talk about people in certain parts of, certainly in America and Britain, where people live in food deserts, like they're in, you know, um, cities and where there's no there's no access to natural food anywhere. You know, only processed food in small supermarkets and so on. Like you know? South Dublin is full of really good fish shops. You know, fish mm-hmm. shops out in Monkstown there, like mm-hmm. George's Fish Shop and that, mm-hmm. and they have exceptional fish. That mm-hmm. fish is coming straight from the big ports off the west coast. Mm-hmm. Been filleted, filleted on site, mm-hmm. and couldn't get any fresher. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was like a traditional thing, wasn't it? Like me eating fish on Friday was like it was built into part of our diet. It was traditional, and we had the idea of the salmon of knowledge. You know mm-hmm. that it was linked to the, to the brain. Oh, yeah. You know, so I think, you know, there was old wisdom that recognised the importance of these things that maybe we've lost as well. Yeah, there was, there was a, a doctrine in Greek medicine uh, called the Doctrine of Signatures, mm-hmm. and they believed that eating foods that, re- that were similar to parts of the body yes. were good for it. And one of them was actually, was interesting, was walnuts, because a walnut looks a bit like a brain. It does, it does. And we only re- discovered in recent years that walnuts are actually full of omega-3s. Wow. So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I know I've come across that one all right, yeah. And kidney beans for kidney the kidneys beans, and all the rest. And then anything that looks like a phallus, of course, is supposed to be an aphrodisiac. <laughs> okay, okay, <laughs> of course, of course. Um, and everything, but oysters as well. Oysters, oysters were considered that as well for the same reason, but they recently we've discovered it's the high levels of zinc and other trace elements, you know. Mm, yes. We have fantastic oysters in Ireland, and we actually have an oyster bar in the Temple Bar Food Market as well on Saturdays. But we've been closed since early March, mm-hmm. and it'll be a long time, I think, before we're open again. Although the market is open for click and collect for fruit and veg, is it? In yeah, t- in, in, the, okay. and the bread and veg and some of the olives and stuff like that are still available there. Mm, mm-hmm. But a lot of the hot, the hot food and the food to go has been taken out. Of course, of course. And oysters at the moment, if you can get fresh oysters, absolutely even better again. Best, best way to eat them. Fresh? How, do you cook them? How, you how can do you cook oysters, you can eat them fresh. You can eat okay. them, when you eat them fresh, they're alive. Yes. They have to be eaten alive, it can make you very sick, unless you're cooking them, of course. Really? Well, if they die in the shell, yeah, the shell will start to open. And if you eat an oyster in that stage, you're, you get, you've got to get very familiar with your toilet for a while. Oh, really? Yeah, absolutely. So they have to be bursting uh, when you open an oyster it should be full of water yeah uh, lovely and fresh and they're alive then when you're eating them so you oh, just yeah. swallow them you know chew them you chew them alive chew them should never pe- people believe that you'll swallow oysters it's a very dangerous thing to do because they're not shook properly shucking is the what you call open when they open oysters they call it shucking yes if there's shell in there and you can get pieces of shell in there and you swallow one of them and it gets stuck in your throat it could be very dangerous yes I would imagine but also an oyster takes three and a half years if the native oyster it can take up to five years to grow yeah so you know you should chew it and savour it it's not like chewing steak or anything it's they're quite sli- slippery and sliver- slivery <laughs> doesn't sound very attractive now Stephen oh, Delicious. Really? Oh god! You don't mind you, eating them alive? You either love love them or hate them. They're they're I kind of imagine. at the the end of the spectrum of seafood. I was I think it was Jonathan Swift that said it was a brave man who ate the first oyster. Oh god! Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> but uh, I on our oyster bar, people come to me on Saturdays and nearly shaking with the DTs looking for their weekly hit of oysters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they have to have them. A lot of people walk by. Did you look at them? And think not, not for the lottery would I eat one of them. I know, I know. I <laughs> but know. they are, they are a little bit of an acquired taste. But uh, yes. they're such a full feel-good food when you actually eat them. 
Okay. Because uh, you, you really know you've eaten something healthy and you can feel your energy and everything after it, you know. Really? And then, you know, for people who don't like them, we've got oyster extract or if you can't get them or if you want yeah. to take, get the benefits of oysters during the day and you've got time to stop but then get them and eat them or whatever, uh-huh. we produce these products. Uh-huh. You know, an oyster extract is fantastic. So our main market is France and the US and mm-hmm. we, we supply a lot through therapists and doctors mm-hmm. who naturopathic doctors who would prescribe the oyster extract in particular for correcting enzymatic and hormonal imbalances in the body. Okay. They would use it a lot for that and to make sure all the okay. trace elements are working. Okay. L- Linus Pauling was a famous biochemist and he, he said he said every um, every ailment, every disease can be traced to a mineral deficiency. Exactly. So a lot yeah. of therapists in France use oyster extract to make sure that yeah. all the trace elements in the body are being administered. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. if there's still a problem, then they can look elsewhere. But at least they know that the body is yeah. getting all the trace elements it needs and all the processes should be yes. working properly then, you know. Okay, Stephen, look, we'll come back to you. I'm going to talk to, um, after the break now, I'm going to talk to one of these therapists who is um, Brendan O'Brien, who's a natural fertility consultant who uses some of your products. So um, we can just mention your website again, which is marinehealthfoods.com. If people want to go go on there, there's lots of information there about the products and what they're used for. And uh, if you can stay with us, Stephen, and we'll talk to you again uh, later in the programme. Thank you. Thanks, Stephen. And we'll go to your first piece of music, which you've chosen a wonderful one. Dance Me to the End of Love, Leonard Cohen.
with a burning violin Dance me through the panic Till I'm gathered safely in Touch me with your naked hand Touch me with your glove Dance me to the end of love Dance me to the end Everything's fine on 93.9 Dublin South FM. Enter the DLR Chamber 2020 County Business Awards now. Yes, in the year that's in it, we wanted to do special business awards for one year only. Business goodwill, business reinvention, business support and mentoring, business employee heroes, going green, small retailers, outstanding business resilience, community support. Does your business fit the bill or do you know someone who does? If so, get on to www.dlrchamber.ie now and enter the DLR Chamber 2020 Business Awards. Closing date, 13th November. Supported by DLR County Council and Local Enterprise Board. Greetings 60s fans, it's Jim and Isabel here. Do you remember Opal Fruits, the Rainbow Cafe or the Poolsman? Did you listen to the latest pop record on Radio Caroline or Radio Luxembourg? Well, whether the answer is yes or no, Echoes of the Jukebox puts you right at the heart of the sights and the sounds of the 60s. Armed with a stack of singles, we invite you to join us on Echoes of the Jukebox right here on Dublin South FM, Wednesdays 2 to 3. The Wurlitzer's humming. We'll see you there, gang. Everything's fine on 93.9 Dublin South FM. Welcome back to Wellbeing for Everyday Life with me, Maeve Halpin. I've been talking to Stephen Kavanagh from marinehealthfoods.com, which produces a range of supplements for health, mental and physical. And now I'm very happy to be joined by Brendan O'Brien, who is a natural fertility consultant who uses some of these products. Good afternoon, Brendan. Hi, Maeve. How are you doing? Thank you for having me on. And thank you so much for coming on, Brendan. So now you're a natural fertility consultant, so you work with couples who are trying to conceive. Am I right about that? That's correct. That's correct. Okay, yes. and it's a very common problem nowadays. Apparently, one in every six couples can have problems conceiving. You're, you're bang on. You've got some research done there. I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, I work as a psychologist myself, a counsellor, so I do come across this issue. But just in life generally, I'm aware of so many people who are having to try out all kinds of methods like IVF and so on in, yes. in, in terms of getting pregnant, you know, so uh, it's far more than it ever used to happen in the past, I think. It's a, it's a rising problem, no doubt, all over the world. All over the world. Okay. So anything that can be done to help people, obviously it's a huge issue for couples and uh, it's one of the most happy and rewarding events in anybody's life, of course, to have children. So it's a heartbreak for couples who can't do that. So uh, can you tell us something about your approach, Brendan, and how you use the products for Marine Health Foods? um, You're you're right, it's a heartbreaking approach. It's actually, um, I would say it's a a very rewarding kind of space for myself to work in. I'm sure. It's an unusual job Uh in that sense, but it's like... um, it's what typically what happens. I just give you a little bit of background on it. Like typically, what happens is a couple is trying to have a baby, trying to conceive, and a year passes, and they're trying and trying, and they're, they're either they're either not able to conceive or they are able to conceive, but then they kind of lose the the pregnancy fairly early, so they're miscarrying. And after a year of that, the the medical system will kind of officially say, okay, you've you've got infertility. Mm-hmm. And at that point, it kind of hits people very hard because it's, it's it's kind of like a diagnosis you might say it's not, yes. you know, it's not the same as a regular diagnosis but it's kind of like that and it hits them hard and all of a sudden they find themselves in this bewildering space where they they, they don't know like they often don't know why where the infertility is coming from why it's there they don't know if it's the man or the woman and or both and they're kind of typically what happens is they go and they Google things and they learn, you know, trying to learn a lot of stuff and that can be great and it can be head wrecking at the same time. And so they end up in this sort of, uh, what, what essentially is a very difficult um, mental, emotional and even physical sort of journey mm. that, that um, and depending of course, if they end up trying to do IVF or not, uh, it can be very difficult physically to do that. And um, so basically what I do is 
I work with the men and the women uh, to sort of help them through that whole process from from a kind of a wide base, if you like. It's like it's like even I'm like I'm, my, my qualification years and years back is as a nutritional therapist, so I kind of started there, and that is still a foundational aspect of of the program. But actually, over the years, my program has evolved because. It's, it's quite obvious when you're working with people like this that they're, they're possibly in the most difficult time of their life. And um, I know it just sounds like a heavy thing to say, but like clients have said to me, oh, for God's sake, I'd, I'd prefer to have cancer or something because it's yes. more clear cut. Mm. And um, so it's like, so I kind of realized over the years that I had to, had to do more. And so my program has basically evolved to kind of take them through the whole process and help them to see their, like their place in the whole bigger picture and you know what might be contributing to the fertility and sometimes it's you know one two three four or five different things in their body that's contributing to it and as the program kind of evolves they they get to understand that and they get to unravel it so to speak and um so basically it's kind of a very it's a unique journey for each person but there's a sort of a a common baseline let's say let's say to it that um there's a sort of a, a foundation, in, you know, as an analogy, like the foundation of a house, there's a kind of a foundation to it mm-hmm. that I work on first with them. And mm-hmm. that helps them to sort of straighten out a lot of the biochemical or the sort of physiological issues in the body. So with a good foundation, actually a lot of problems, even if you don't know what they were, tend to start resolving on their own. Mm-hmm. And once the foundation is up and running, um, I kind of help them with their mindset through the whole thing because it's, as I say, it's like it's intensely emotional for people. Mm-hmm. And um, they often do, kind of don't know where to turn to even ask questions. So, so the program is kind of there for the whole lot of the right, right the way through. Mm-hmm. And, um, mm-hmm. and it's pretty, like, it's pretty, it's, it's, a, it's a, I struggle. I, I kind of reluctant to say it's a difficult program to do. But once your mindset is right, the program isn't actually difficult. But if your mindset's wrong, the program is difficult. Mm-hmm. And that's where the difficulty comes in. So, the, so I'm, a lot of the coaching that I do is trying to get them to see things kind of from a, a reality point of view, where they stand, basically. Mm-hmm. And um, So it's not, a, it's not a quick fix, obviously. Pardon? It's not a quick fix. That, no, that's actually one of the problems with it, because you're, you're, you're touching on a very important point there. It's, it's like, it's the classic biological clock ticking loud in the ear that people are dealing with mm. and so um it's not a quick fix and it's if, if of all the kind of things that could go wrong with a person it's the one that you really want the quick fix for yes um because there's a terrible anxiousness to kind of get pregnant and just get get past it and be just kind of be okay and be normal if you like and um so like one of the challenges i have is to try to slow people up and kind of you know kind of coach them to think we're, you are going as fast as you can but it's not as fast as you thought it would be um, so that's kind of a that's a regular feature on the program, and with the right mindset, people can accept that. Because at the end of the day, if they're going the wrong way, or they're not really sure what the problem is, and they're heading off on their own journey, the wrong direction, that's what's actually going to waste your time. Of course. So, so when you're when you're you know when you're thinking clear about it, and you take a moment to pause and look at all the kind of dots or what the jigsaw pieces of your life, and you kind of think, well, this one's out of place and that one's out of place, and they kind of go, all oh, right, okay, now now I kind of see where it's going and where we're coming from, mm. and you can start to focus more intently on it so, so it's uh, quite um, it sounds a bit like the way counseling works actually um, it's funny it's funny you say that because i um one a thing i do once or twice a year is i actually teach nutrition and, and i teach the philosophy of nutrition and, and one of the one of the processes in that one, one of the elements of that is to kind of convey to students that the whole thing is a, is a process and in the in that we're, we're also talking about other therapies that are processes and psychology and counseling comes up a lot and people say yeah i can see that's the process there's very similar overlaps in terms of the fact that you're trying to take people through um sort of confusing change yes Uh, so you're right yeah exactly and they're going into the unknown you're going into the unknown and you're the guide exactly the big the big joke in my in my nutrition profession with my colleagues is that we should have done psychology (laughs) of course that's where a lot of i'm sure i'm sure and, um, I'm sure, because it's a very emotional journey for people. It is, it is. And, and like, there's, there's a kind of a double whammy to that, because on the one hand, it's emotional because of what it is. It's like a big weight and it's an uncertainty and you're not even sure. And if it goes wrong, mm. of course, your entire, the vision for your entire life is derailed. Mm. And, but, but on top of that, like, one of the reasons for it to go wrong, you might say, I mean, inverted commas, go wrong in the first place, is because hormones are out of balance. And that in, in itself makes things emotional. Because your yes. hormones kind of regulate your emotions. Yes. Um, so it was interesting. It's actually the um, I was listening to to Stephen just talking to you there, and he was talking about the product and how it fits in. 
to, to hormones and to, to that's exactly mm-hmm. why I use it. What he said there was actually how, how I came to see his product. It, it was part of um, the, the Oyster Max was something I was looking for. Uh, well, actually, let me back up a little bit and tell you. It's like it's when, when I'm building the foundation for men and women, the, the one thing you don't want to do is kind of you, you want to minimize the number of wrong steps you take because time is always critical. Mm-hmm. And so what you're looking for is not to give them something like a supplement or even a food that they react to and it sets them back. And more and more over the years, what I was finding is people, most of my clients come to me already taking supplements. And I used to think that was great, but these days I'm kind of having, having got more and more feedback. I'm kind of thinking there's actually kind of subtle issues with taking some supplements. They can kind of throw things out of balance. Yes. And so I was looking for whole food ways of trying to solve the same problem. And that's how I came across the product. And um, so the, he, he actually, Stephen mentioned the, the, the critical one for me was the, the zinc and copper balance. That I, maybe I'm going into a bit too detailed. Too much no, detail work here, away. No, I'm missing one. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so, the, so, the, the, um, so zinc and copper are kind of two nutrients that are directly wired to your estrogen, your testosterone and your progesterone hormones, which, of course, are sitting at the center of fertility. Mm-hmm. And so if you have an imbalance in those minerals, you end up by default with an imbalance in the hormones. And so one of the one of the things that can happen with, let's say, regular, you know, synthetic supplements is you can create that imbalance and you don't even know you've done it. And yes. um, so there is kind of some detailed tests you can look at. And over the years, I was looking at some of these going, geez, maybe maybe we're doing more harm here with some of these yes. than others. And mm-hmm. so I, I kind of found this and I was delighted when I found it because it's it's such a simple, brilliant product to use. It's like one of my favorite product i'd say it's i'd say nearly most of my clients take it in the foundational stage of the of the program okay and um, and i'm just happy and you know I'm, I'm just i can relax in the sense that i know they're not throwing anything out and it's also even though it's like a even though it's a it's a food basically it, it is a food you know what i mean but even though it's a food it's it kind of packs a punch and you're like great it gets stuff done mm-hmm. so that's that's actually how i came across it mm-hmm. it's, does it come as a capsule in capsules yeah yeah okay so um, it's interesting about copper because high copper levels can also be a cause of postnatal depression, and uh, yes. and that can be just um, easily treated with zinc to to balance the copper levels in there's, the system. There's an entire, there is an entire therapy around that. That's right. And, and anxiety kind of tends to rise up when your kind of copper is higher than your zinc. Exactly, and copper pipes can can cause it with people as well actually especially for women apparently it can raise copper levels and cause depression but yeah. I'm sure they're not used anymore but they were in the past uh, they're still there to some extent yeah yeah yeah. The, uh, that whole world is very fascinating because postnatal depression won't respond to antidepressants because it's the imbalance in these nutrients is the problem okay, very interesting. and it's quite easily treated actually once you know that but um, how do you do the diagnosis Brendan for the individual couples who come to you Okay, so um, I guess a little bit like Stephen was saying there, I'm careful with some of the words we use because um, because I, I work kind of I basically work alongside the, the medical team of the client. Like okay. I, I liaise with them. So I'll use you know, use the word diagnosis in a lay sense there rather than a professional sense. But, right. But essentially, what we're at is um, there's there's a whole range of issues that can cause infertility and. Um, so let me just give you kind of a short list of them. Like the ones, the common ones that I would deal with would be like a thyroid problem or polycystic ovarian syndrome, PCOS, or endometriosis um, and autoimmune diseases. Okay, so they, they might be there in the person working away and they're sort of derailing or taking the fertility offline in sort of subtle ways. And so it's not so much that we're looking for the smoking gun, so to speak, but what I look for is patterns. And a pattern analysis tends to be more powerful than... Uh, the, the mythical smoking gun. So there, there isn't like one test you can do that says, ah, I've got it. This is why you're infertile. It just doesn't work like that. Um, so what the way what the way it works is you're looking for uh, a series of imbalances. Um, and I'll just like I'll just give you one example. So let's say you have one of the common ones is being a hypothyroid. So if you're hypothyroid, it means your body is not basically able to sort of balance the thyroid hormones. Um, effectively in your body. And so one of the effects of that is that the ovaries and the eggs in the ovaries don't get the stimulation that they should get to uh, to grow optimally, let's say. So it, it can affect a woman's cycle. And mm-hmm. the same for sperm. And um, and so you, can, you might know that you have hypothyroidism or you might not know. And you might find out on the program because your doctor, because maybe we you know, refer you to your doctor and he does the test. 
So you can kind of tell from symptoms and you can tell from pattern analysis that it's probably the case and then you go looking for it. And then maybe they'll need treatment with the doctor, but they'll also need support from a nutritional point of view. And so you're finding the most likely culprits and, and what you're doing is you're working on them kind of simultaneously. And um, so, so, the, the, so the nutrition, the mindset, um, and even some supplements are helping you sort of, I would use the phrase, like rise the tide to lift all the boats, mm-hmm. so to mm-hmm. speak. And that's kind of what happens. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's like um, so, sometimes, sometimes there's a very satisfying moment where you go, oh, we didn't know that was there, and that's probably what's causing it. And you kind of get as close as you can to a smoking gun. But most of the time, it's a pattern analysis. And, mm-hmm. and, if you, and if you took somebody off the street who had infertility and you tried to explain to them what the pattern analysis was telling you, they probably wouldn't understand. So but that's what I found over the years. So what happens is I bring people along on the program and I step by step uh, through a series of, of you know, content that I release them on the program. I take them through this thinking process so that by the time the actual information comes, they kind of get it and they go, right, okay, that's what okay. I need to focus on. Okay, okay. Well, I'm delighted to hear that you work uh, hand in hand with the medical profession because not every medic is happy to liaise with uh, people who do nutritional therapy. No, that, that's true. I do come up, do come up on, on, on that. I, I will say the fertility kind of um, space, so to speak, um, itself, that's becoming more and more open to it. And um, now... Uh, Okay, maybe a little bit of criticism in the sense that, well, it's not a criticism, it's a different worldview, essentially. Um, the, the medical profession do try and put people on supplements, like prenatal supplements, so they're sort of open to the idea, mm-hmm. but I would, say, I would say that they're putting their toe in the water, and, um, you know, from my point of view, you can see 10 better ways of doing it. Yes, yes, yes. But it is, it's, growing, it's, it's rising in awareness, for sure. Okay, so I guess fertility cons- consultant, that's one area where you really see results or not, I presume. So you, you're able to see the results of your work over the years? Yeah, yeah. The, the, um, so basically, I would say um, it's over, over three quarters of the people, I would say maybe 75 to 80 percent of the people that come to me with problems. They, I might end up working with them for a year or longer, um, but sooner or later you kind of rule out most of the problems and they go on to get pregnant. Now, some of them will will go on to avail of medically assisted, you know, techniques like IVF mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, so, so, so sometimes you need that. Um, mm. but, but most of the time you can find and fix lots of problems, um, you know, kind of simultaneously. Or if you have enough time, you can. And so, yeah, I'd say maybe three quarters of the people who come to me, which, who are people that are struggling in mm-hmm. the first place. Mm-hmm. And often, often they're two, three or four or even five years down the line struggling before they meet me mm-hmm. um, and they can overcome it. But, but for sure there are a few uh, and it kind of ends in, you know, it ends tough for them and they have to sort of readjust their mindset or may, maybe move on to a different option like adoption or something like that. But, right. Um, okay. But you're, pretty, you're getting pretty good success right there. Yeah, no, I'm delighted with it actually. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, it rises and falls with the years. Believe it or not, it's difficult to actually state a, um, a percentage because it would be, you know, from a, from a statistical point of view, there are people with different issues, and if you bundle them all into the one group, mm-hmm. you kind of end up with a wrong statistic. But yes. basically, there, there's, a, there's like over three quarters of them succeed, and, uh, mm-hmm. and the others who maybe finish the program after a good while, it's not that, I, I don't often know where they go, but they often go and they consider stuff like adoption or surrogacy or something mm-hmm. else mm-hmm. if they can't get their own system up mm-hmm. and running. It depends on their age and what's wrong at the time. Mm-hmm. Just, sometimes you just can't roll back the damage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Um, so I'll just say your website is naturalfertilityconsultant.com and if people want to get in touch with you, they do a short survey that's on your website. That's right. Okay, so you want to make sure that the people who are coming to you are people who are people that you can help, yes. I presume. That's a kind of a screening you have on your website. Exactly, that's it, yeah. Rather than people phoning you, you know, out of the blue. And I presume like the sooner people come, the better, I would imagine. Yes, in the sense that the biological clock is ticking, the sooner the better. Yeah, 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 yeah. and <clears throat> and yeah, and and uh, the the products you you've used from MarineHealthFoods.com have been essential part of your work now. They're they're kind of a foundational part of it. I mean, the I kind of explained the Oystermax. It fills in it fills in micro minerals that are are mostly are more and more missing from the normal food supply. Mm-hmm. So it fills it in. What what that means is ultimately that you're let's say the enzymes in your ovaries that produce your hormones will work more effectively and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it's part of the rising tide idea. The, the, um, 
the other product that I use a lot is the, the fish oil, which is my favorite fish oil in the sense that there's like thousands of fish oils out there, but this one mm-hmm. is the only one that's un, unprocessed and, it, mm-hmm. and it's a lovely red, kind of, it's red and it's raw and it's got lots of nutrients in it, aside from just the omega-3s. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I use that a lot. It's a, it's a great product and mm-hmm. it's, it's essential. Essentially, if you find yourself pregnant, and most women are not pregnant, they don't know they're pregnant initially. Mm-hmm. Um, it, but if, you, if you're short of omega-3s, that will actually go on and affect the baby's brain development. So it's part of the foundational part of the program. Right, of course, nutrition is so crucial when, when a woman is pregnant, obviously, yes, yes. for the growing child. So, um, so that's fantastic, Brendan. And it's great to hear you're doing this kind of work because uh, it must be very rewarding for you as well, obviously, as the couples who come to you. Yeah, I know. I love it. I love it. I, love, I must say, I had... Um, there was a there was a baby girl. I don't know if they're listening or not, but I'll say hi to the baby. Rebecca was born a few days ago. Oh, I got a note about it. Oh, it's fantastic! A, it's a very strange time for anyone to be born in the world these days, but it uh, it's, it's great. Yeah, no, it's very rewarding. Good, good. Yeah, twenty twenty is one strange year, all right. <laughs> Have to <laughs> say, any stranger than this year. So. Um, we're going to go to your song now that you've chosen, Brendan. So oh, yeah. maybe you'll tell the listeners in a nutshell why you chose this song. Oh, right. So I chose The Hucklebuck by um, my my late uncle, Brendan Boyer, who died back in May, um, not not in the middle of the COVID epidemic, but not of COVID, interestingly. Okay. Um, yeah, he was, um, he passed on. He was, he was a very good age at that stage. So it's, um, mm-hmm. I was named after him. So I just said I'd, Fantastic. In his memory, we pick the hotel box. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember the days of the show bands. I was around for the early, for the end of those days, really, in, around Ireland. They were really great. Yeah. It was so much fun, like being in a, a dance hall where, you know, with live music and no drink. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, everybody would be up dancing all night long. I, I, hope, I, I really hope to God, like, that the current situation doesn't mean that nobody ever gets to a show band again. But at the moment, you're in the lucky ones. Well, indeed, indeed. Yeah. Okay, Brendan. So, listen, thanks so much for coming on the show. And uh, your website is naturalfertilityconsultant.com. And this is Brendan Boyer, Boyer The Hucklebuck. Thank you, Maeve. I'll talk to you. Thanks, Brendan. South FM. Enter the DLR Chamber 2020 County Business Awards now. Yes, in the year that's in it, we wanted to do special business awards for one year only. Business goodwill, business reinvention, business support and mentoring, business employee heroes, going green, small retailers, outstanding business resilience, community support. Does your business fit the bill or do you know someone who does? If so, get on to www.dlrchamber.ie now and enter the DLR Chamber 2020 Business Awards. Closing date, 13th November. Supported by DLR County Council and Local Enterprise Board. Hi, I'm Aeon. Hi, I'm Isabella. What's your favourite show? The Power of Dreams. When is it on? Wednesdays from 12 to 1 on Dublin South FM. Okay, that's our Wednesday sorted. 
everything's fine on 93.9 Dublin South FM. So welcome back to Wellbeing for Everyday Life with me, Maeve Halpin. Um, I'm here talking to Stephen Kavanagh from marinehealthfoods.com. And uh, we've just been talking there to Brendan O'Brien, Stephen, who is a natural fertility consultant and uses your products very successfully. So, um, Brendan's a fantastic therapist and he's a stalwart in the business. He's uh, organized many conferences. I've exhibited at some of the conferences he's been involved with organizing. And he's really done wonders to bring awareness to good nutrition in Ireland and how important it is to our overall health. Absolutely. So in relation to the average person on the street now and listeners maybe, Stephen, um, what would you say about your products and uh, what do you think people could uh, use for themselves in their day-to-day lives? Well, I suppose I'd use the example of my own family. Um, my kids have been reared on, first and foremost, good nutrition, good healthy local organic food. Mm-hmm. And our supplement routine would have only really have been our oyster extract and the wild salmon oil. Mm-hmm. Because they two thing, some of the things that are really absent from this modern processed diet are the trace minerals and the omega-3s. Mm-hmm. And they're very important. And as Brendan said there, for maternal uh, fetal development and maternal brain health, they're very important. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's been linked to uh, postpartum depression as well, l- the lack of omega-3s, mm-hmm. because the developing fetus actually steals the mother's omega-3 reserves mm-hmm. for its own brain development. It's one of the claims on our product, actually, on omega-3s is for fetal brain development and fetal eye development. Mm-hmm. Omega-3s have been, uh, there were two of the EFSA health claims that are permissible on omega-3 products. So when women are pregnant, they could take these products oh, safely? Yeah. 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 They, um, they have to be careful with vitamin A. So some of the fish oils are very high in vitamin A and they say in the third trimester um, to be careful with too much vitamin A. Okay. Um, there's disputes over that. But again, you'd want to be, they should consider talking to a good nutritional therapist about that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. That's getting into, really getting into the nuances of nutrition there. Mm-hmm. But absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah, there's uh, the, the link between maternal brain health and fetal brain health with and omega-3s is undisputed at this stage. Great, great. So what about immunity now, considering that we're all at risk of COVID or if we well, haven't immunity, had it already? <laughs> We have we have two products on our website there. Uh, oyster extract is very good. Uh, as I said, the, co- the high levels of copper, zinc, and B12, which all support normal immune function, mm-hmm. is very good. And we have another product there, which is actually a shark liver extract. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called AKG 200. Now, that was used for hundreds of years by Scandinavian fishermen. And um, this product, is, is a, there are compounds in the body called alkylglycerols. Mm-hmm. And they're key to the body's immune system. They're pr- actually produced by the uh, in the spleen and the bone marrow. And mother's breast milk is quite high in it. Mm-hmm. It's one of the reasons. It's one of the ways that uh, immunity is passed from the mother to the child. Mm-hmm. But when we're sick, these levels levels of these um, alkylglycerols can drop their immune modulators. Mm-hmm. And uh, shark liver extract is quite high in them. So they, mm. it was found through research that when you take the shark liver extract. Um, it increases the, bo- the blood levels of alkylglycerols and they are key mm-hmm. to stimulating and modulating the, the immunity. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about shark liver extract. Yeah. No one on me now. I haven't heard that one before. Well, it, it, it originally it was taken from Greenland shark, which is a deep water species, but because we were unable to ascertain this population of those sharks, we stopped going near, stopped using them. In the early days, it was Greenland sharks, were huge, big sharks. They were pulled up when guys were fishing. Well, actually, in Scandinavia, they actually fish specifically for them too, but they were they were kind of a bycatch of the cod fishery, uh-huh. and they get caught in the nets and that, and they they pass them on to the processors who take the livers and extract this oil. But in in Scandinavian folklore, they used to take the liver of those sharks and they carry the oil in pouches, and and they used it to treat infections and and to protect from the cold. Okay. And actually, our client in the our client in France, they did research with that product with um, paratroopers in the Alps, and they found it had a very good effect on protecting the immunity in the cold. In the cold. Okay. So they're very interesting products, but there's a huge amount of research on it. But unfortunately, the claims on alkylglycerols are not permitted in the EU, mm-hmm. except in Poland is the only country where they're they're permitted because mm-hmm. the company that makes it actually got a medicinal claim on them over there. Mm-hmm. 
But in the rest of the EU, the EU hasn't yet um, authorized health claim on alkylglycerols. Mm -hmm. But we have a link on our website to the latest science on them, and it's very interesting to read about them. Mm -hmm. We can't actually say a lot about the product itself. So that one is called AKG200 on your website. Yeah. Uh, Alkylglycerols, the the abbreviation and scientific nomenclature for alkylglycerols is AKG, so that's where the name comes from. Okay. So people can take them on an ongoing basis as well? They take them, yeah. People take them on an ongoing basis and people swear by them. Okay. And uh, they take two to six capsules daily. Okay. Okay. So all these products are available online, obviously. Yeah, we don't sell at the moment in health food shops in Ireland or in supermarkets. I find the health food shops are very saturated and a lot of big brands in there. Mm. And Mass we market lost, kind of thing. We things. kind of get lost in there, but mm. our main market is true therapists and doctors and word of mouth and so forth. Mm-hmm. And we sell online. We're a very good online shop, and we sell online. We ship all over the world. Okay, you and ship all over the world. And we have a we've quite a few brands. You know, when you go online, you'll see quite a few brands of oyster extract, and most of them are made by us. So we do private labels for a lot of other companies. Okay, private labels. Yeah. yeah. And the therapists or shops out there want their own label, their own range. We do that because we're, we're, we're a small company and we do bespoke ranges of supplements for, for companies. Okay, so a shop or a, or a therapist could have a supply of your nutrients and have their own brand on it, basically. Absolutely, yeah. Okay. I've okay. said this to therapists before. It's, a, it's an opportunity they miss because they're recommending products and sending people to the shops. Whereas, too, you know, in other countries, a lot of therapists either stock them or. They they, uh, they have their own brands or, you know, they use affiliate programs There's different ways of doing that. Okay, okay, okay. So it's a, it's a, it's a sort of advertisement for themselves as well. Well, yeah, absolutely. But if they're, you know, if they have, a, if they have a, a client and they're just having one session with the client, if they recommend a product and it's their own product, then, mm. you know, and then maybe mm. some of them see a clash of uh, uh, ethical conflict of interest yeah. or something in that. Mm. But I don't see how that is. If they, it's a good product and it's good quality and it's... yes. Yes. You know, and they're giving somebody good health and why would there be an issue with that? Okay. So, I mean, most of the nutritional therapists I've come across are salt of the earth. Like they're really into of course. This, and, and credit, their integrity is beyond reproach, you know. So Absolutely. They, they live and breed what they do. Yeah. So there's a wonderful list of um, different, um, like this cardiovascular health, immunity, sexual health, skin, hair and nails. This is on your website, liver health, brain function, vision, joint health, healthy ageing. So there's a whole range of different aspects of life that are physical and mental health that are helped by the products. Yeah, absolutely. Like I say, the, the two products there, um, the oyster extract and the wild salmon oil, fantastic products for kids going to school. For uh-huh. teenagers, for skin conditions with teenagers, yes. for, for brain health and concentration, for neurological benefits for kids going to school, studying yeah. exams and that. Okay. You know, and that's what my kids have been on for yeah. since they could take them. Have you done any, are you aware of any research with these products with people with like things like Asperger's, ADHD, people on the spectrum, anything like that? Uh, well, again, with the fish oils and with zinc, there is research. There's a lot of research papers out there on it. Mm-hmm. Um, Obviously, not specifically on our products. We don't we don't have the budget to no. do clinical research on those conditions. Mm-hmm. But absolutely, with ADHD and um, there's certainly research out there on zinc and omega threes in relation to that. Okay. Um, I'm not so sure about Asperger's or stuff like that. Okay. There's okay. a whole re- there's a whole area of uh, science around that now with gut health actually. Yes. That people would find very interesting. Yes. And again, someone like Brendan would be much better positioned to mm. advise on that. Mm. And UCC. University College Cork actually are world leaders on uh, biome, the gut, gut biome research and yeah, the link between the gut and the brain and so on. I've had them on the program. I think it's uh, with the gut bacteria and they talk about the biome and the virome now as well. The virus is even in the gut, you know. And oh, okay. It's, it's kind of, I think it's kind of a situation of who owns who. <laughs> <laughs> They've <laughs> colonised us. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're, we think we're the centre of the world, but maybe those guys down their guts are actually running the show. I see, I see. The bacteria, yeah. The but bacteria. yeah, it's a fantastic science and so much to learn there yes we still don't know we're only scratching the surface on what's going on in our guts you know we are we are yeah but at the same time like it's so good to know that we can do something ourselves in relation to minding ourselves mentally and physically you know and like everybody makes a choice about what they put in their mouth oh absolutely yeah and um, like when you see when you start getting that bulge around the middle what you're kind of looking at there is a mixture of gut inflammation uh, water retention and visceral fat you know it's when the when the gut starts to break down because we're putting the wrong stuff in there 
and we need to feed those gut bacteria. The, the resident, what we call resident gut bacteria, is very important, and they need fiber, uh, insoluble fiber in our diet. So lots of fruit and vegetables, and a lot of the stuff we try out in the composter. So we can't digest that, but they can, and then the metabolites from their meta- the metabolites that they produce are key to our immune system and to various other processes in the body. Fiber in processed food. Sorry? There's no fiber in processed food. No, they take food. it all out. Well, a lot of it's gone, you know. Yes, yeah, you yeah. Have insoluble and soluble fiber. So soluble fiber going to the bloodstream, but it's the insoluble type that we can't digest, mm-hmm. but these gut bacteria can. Mm. And it's the resident gut bacteria that are the really important ones, you know, mm. to keep mm-hmm. those. And things like there are all sorts of things that affect their levels, but certainly sugar, high sugar, and high carb diet throws them out of balance. Completely. And then the wrong type of bacteria Completely. start growing. We have to be very conscious about sugar. Everything is full of it. Oh, it's a, it's a nightmare. It's poison. It's toxic yeah. to the body, you know. Yeah. But yeah. we see our diet, of course, we're eating so much carbohydrates now, you know, pasta mm. and peas mm. and, mm-hmm. you know, and, mm-hmm. and certainly Irish, the Irish, um, we're not used to that, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. Um, okay. So, listen, Stephen, thank you so much for coming on the show and Brendan also. It's been absolutely fascinating <laughs> discussion, I have to say, and I'm definitely going to look up more on the, those topics uh, and our development and our evolution. And that's very fascinating to me. So you can check out marinehealthfoods.com and naturalfertilityconsultant.com and uh We'll just go to your last piece of music, Stephen, oh. which is Levitate by, by Dua Lipa. Right, this, one is for Dua Lipa. The guys, this one is for the guys down shucking oysters there in the, in the back room. Okay, that's, the back their, plant. that's their choice. They, they asked me to put it on. One of them is my son. They're down there with uh, okay. 14,000 oysters at the moment. Okay, hello folks down but, there with the oysters. So okay. Keep them going. They'll be here till six or seven tonight opening oysters. So okay. long day ahead of us. Long day. Okay, so hopefully this will help. <laughs> okay, thanks Stephen. So Levitate by Dua Lipa. Levitating. Wow. 